And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial, and uh, welcome everyone once again to another hour of music and madness here on the David Bowers Awards. We've got some great stuff lined up for you, including, this is the interesting part, I think, we have a group that we've had on the show before, but haven't had them on the show before. We'll explain that to you later. Right now, I want you to hear this group who call themselves Jay Madison. The tune is down. Take me down, won't you take 
simply call themselves Jay Madison. And uh, I, I think they really put a lot of heart and soul into their music. They really work it, and I like that sound. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Well, I, I haven't had a woman or any women say, take me down in a long, long time, but, you know, I can get behind <laughs> Okay, I you was know, talking about the music. Yeah, listen, Nick, if you need to edit that out. <laughs> no, it's a good song. Uh, very nice rock and roll piece. a lot of energy in it, and uh, you know, it's. I, I wouldn't call it the most original piece of rock and roll, but it is eminently listenable, and I, I, I like it. I, I'd like to hear more from them. Yeah, it's really kind of a. It's kind of an interesting blend because it, it very definitely got rock. But it's also got some blues in it, too, and uh, their vocal work together is what caught my attention. I mean, they can really work those harmonies. It's a very edgy harmony. I think that that's a quality that is hard to achieve, uh, you know, even in, uh, you know, the, the, the heavy-ended rock and roll. Uh, a, a, a harmony is not that difficult for a musician, but an edgy harmony, I think, probably is something that is not accomplished as as much as maybe some people would like, and 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 I think they did a nice job with that. Yeah, they definitely worked on it, and uh, I think you should see about having them here on the show. I think uh, be interesting to talk to them and and hear how they uh, how they put their sound together, and uh, yeah, their story would be an interesting one to have here on the show. Let That'd me be great. Let me look into that and see what we can do. Yeah, absolutely, want to thank our friends. Uh, first off, we want to thank Titty Bingo who provide our our theme song, our theme music every week. A great old rock band out of Texas. And let's let's admit it, you know, they do everything bigger in Texas. And uh, you can check them out online. They've got a, a really interesting uh, website and a lot of music on there. You can check out Titty Bingo. Also want to thank Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards so that we can be on Rochester Free Radio. And uh, we thank you so much, Mary Perry, for uh, giving us this this close relationship with our listeners and friends in Rochester, including over there at the uh, at the House of Guitars. Uh, the guys over there uh, have got uh, it's more than just a store. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to sit here and do a commercial for them, but I'll tell you, if you're ever up in Rochester, check it out because this is a music museum. It's not just a, a music store. This is a, this is a tourist trap, <laughs> and uh, I love it. you got to check it out. House of Guitars in Rochester, New York. Check them out. We've got a lot of music for you to check out today. John Bon Jovi, how are things down there in the swamps? Well, you know, we're firmly into hurricane season here in uh, Florida now and, uh, you know, bordering on the Caribbean. Uh, there's a couple of disturbances out there, uh, both of which we have been assured will not be hitting Florida, which is fine with me. After going through Hurricane Irma about two and a half years ago, I, I really don't think I want to go through that again. That was uh, that was no fun, and it was nerve-wracking. And uh, I, But I think part of life here in Florida is that you uh, have that uh, that little accent of stress every year. Wondering if the big wind is going to hit. Uh, but at the same time there in Arizona, you know, you get those huge, you know, walls of dust. And, and while that may not be as damaging, I'm sure it can be, you know, a little on the nerve wracking side when they do come through. Uh, really impressive if you happen to be out and see there. I don't know. I think I told the story, but the first one I saw, I was driving, uh, well, actually physically 
the direction was south, although at that point the freeway is considered east because it goes east-west. Anyway, it was going south out of Phoenix, the suburbs, and uh, there was one coming up. And that's the direction they always come up from, from the south here. And uh, I, all of a sudden I look and I see this humongous wall of brown well, I didn't know, smoke, dust, what the heck it was. I'd never heard of it or seen it before. And, I mean, it was probably, oh, maybe 3,000 feet high. It was, wow. it was impressive. And what was really, what was really freaky was uh, like a scene out of the twilight zone. I'm looking in front of me and to the left is this great big monstrous wall of brown something. And to the right, it's perfectly sunny and clear. It was really weird freaking out. And it doesn't happen that often and seldom results in any real damage other than, you know, making a mess and getting dust all over the place from, uh, you know, from all over the outside of your building to inside your ears or whatever. It's a, it's a pain in that respect that we don't get that many three or four a year. Maybe it's a, it's not a frequent thing. It's not as frequent as your hurricanes, let's put it that way. Well, we do get hurricanes here every year, and fortunately, uh, you know, Florida gets them, but not like, you know, not like the media makes it out to be. You know, according to the media, we get hit with hurricanes with a half dozen hurricanes a year, and uh, that's just not that's just not the case. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it... it, it the it, media has a tendency to distort things. Yes, we do. <laughs> From time to time. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, but, uh, no, you know, look, things are, 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 are pretty good here. Uh, Naples, if you're going to be in Florida, Naples, where I am, Naples, Florida, is really a fine place to be. It's a beautiful town. Uh, there are some genuinely good-hearted people here, but I think that's true of just about everywhere you go. There's also some genuinely bad-hearted people here, but I think that's also true of no matter where you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. There's, uh, and that's, you know, that's one of the things about the news media that I, I'm constantly discussing with people. Uh, you know, you hear all of this stuff on the news or what passes as a news medium anymore. And you have to take it with a grain of salt and know that, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to sensationalize and pick the stuff that sells. If they can't get people's interest and attract their attention, they're not going to get the advertising that pays their bills. So you just take it with a huge grain of salt. We've got a lot of music here today. As I said before, we've got some interesting stuff coming up, including our first act standing by right now. It's a relatively new name. They call themselves Ambulance Head. I know you won't forget that one, especially if you try looking them up online. Be sure and check very carefully. Otherwise, you're going to get pages of ambulance companies. So you want to be careful there. Ambulance Head and uh, this is their uh, this is their current hit thing called fire truck I got a message from the maker and he spoke to me 
I got a message from the maker, oh, he said to me. You talk about the summer of disquiet, and the street kids want to riot. The heat's so hot, my boys is bobbing. You want some mercy, you're gonna get shot, cause I'm burning up. I see the U.S. 
already. Woo. I'm all tired out just listening to that. I can I can just imagine what they're like after playing five minutes of that stuff. Come on in here. Richie Lambert is ambulance. I'm here. Ambulance you know what? I'll tell you what? That's, ex- that's exactly what I was about to say. So you've just stolen a line. I was going to say, my goodness, I'm, I'm worn out listening to that. Never mind playing it. <laughs> you just gone and done it. So well, well done you. Listen. So we're on the same wavelength, I think. Absolutely, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing. It is, it is good. I, I don't like to steal lines from my guests, but it is good in one respect because usually it's the guests who steal lines from me. Oh, it's uh, it's nice to be one up on somebody at one time or yeah, another. Richie, welcome. Definitely reversed a bit. Uh, reversed a big one way tonight for sure. You got me there. Absolutely. So it's great, great to catch up. Well, great talking to you again too. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Ambulance Head, because this isn't your first foray into the rock scene. Uh, no, it's not my first foray. I think it's looking like my most successful, though. Um, I'm, I'm so excited about uh, the music we've just started making after the, the lockdown. There's uh, like a new set coming in, and every song's like it's a better than the next one. Dan's got himself a, Dan Drums has got himself a practice kit at home. Peter's just like a, a bass monster that doesn't stop playing. And I've been furloughed for Mark, so I've been like, you know, jamming like crazy every spare minute I've got. So it's, for me, it's been very productive, like a couple of months. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's, a, that's the thing, you know, that we've talked about before here, the fact that uh, you have to stay sharp. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. It's like sports or whatever. You've got to stay sharp, and yet it is so hard to do when you're not actually doing what it is you do, whether it's, you know, going out and, and, and kicking a football or, uh, you know, swinging a bat at a baseball or making music, you can practice, rehearse, jam all you want, but it's not the same as being out there in front of the people putting out your sound. Yeah, you can look on it that way, and if you dwell on that, that can, uh, that can get to you. I think you have to um, just look to the future and be positive. I got uh, COVID in uh, May. The whole of May, I was on my back at 40 degrees, and um, it's not been diagnosed, but nothing else has put me on my back for like four weeks, like this thing did. Um, and I've, I've come out of the other end, and I'm, and I'm feeling good about it, you know, and, and I'm feeling like not quarantined, but like a bit safer. It's, it's, it's easing off here. I don't want to spend too much time talking about COVID because everybody's covering it. You know? No, it certainly is. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're uh, past whatever it was you had and that you're, you know, you're feeling well and, and able to move yeah. forward there. And hey, you're well, going to need it if you keep uh, if you keep doing sets like that. Five minutes we just heard there, John Bon Jovi. Come yeah. on in here. I know you. I know yeah. you've got comments and questions. Well, sure, Richie. Th- uh, welcome to the show. It is great to have you with us today. And uh, I'm listening to Fire Truck, and I get the impression that you thought you were a fire truck, but <laughs> no, that's. It, <laughs> That, that's a hard-driving piece of rock and roll, and I wanted to touch on that a little bit because you alluded uh, just a moment or two ago about uh, the bass player, and this is one of the uh, members of any band that I always like to pay attention to because, generally speaking, they're one of the hardest-working members of the band. Um, tell me a little bit about your bass player, who he is, where he comes from, what his, you know, what his history is. 
Sure, sure, absolutely. I met Peter a long time ago, many years ago, and we were in a, a band for 10, 12 years uh, in London, um, playing all over London and, um, you know, doing, doing some great gigs up there. Um, for 10 years we played, you know, really honing our kind of our, our craft. Uh, and it went the way of many bands after 10 years, and um, we sort of lost touch for a bit. Until um, a couple of years ago, I, I was I was really up for it, and I, it was like a catalyst situation. I had some people behind me saying, this is this is sounding great, this, the songs are sounding great, you know, <clears throat> should get a band. So Pierre's my first port to call, <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, I just knew he was the best. He's the best around. Pierre's just the best. I mean, you could put him on stage with a who, he could out-whistle John M. Whistle. He really could. He, he plays like Chili Peppers riffs just for a laugh. And not a lot of them are, are easy, as you probably know. Uh, he's, I'm, I'm so blessed to have him and uh, a drummer like Dan, who's um, playing the absolute everything out of his kit. I mean, he's just, he's like Keith Moon on 10 cans of Coca-Cola at times. It's like, <laughs> how can you play that quick? It's, it's mental. It's like, oh boy, you're going to burn out. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just blessed of a great band. Peter and, and Dan are just combining so well. And the unusual thing is Pete plays a lot of lead bass and um, Dan plays a lot of like, lead drums. So the pair of them, I let them soar off into the sunset and I'll hold down like three happy chords, you know what I mean? And let them do my work. It's great. You know? well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's readily apparent that you know you guys have got a tight, cohesive unit and I don't know yeah. how you get along with each other, you know, in in, in 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 the other life when you're not playing music. But you know, when it comes to uh, to uh, you know being as one, and just in listening to this one recording, I can tell that you guys really are in sync with each other, and uh, that that's a that that's you know that's a great thing. And to you know to compare him to John Entwistle, you know, that's a bold statement, my friend. That is, and you you listen to you listen to them, and you can tell what he's talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. These guys, these guys are lucky to have a fire truck in the band because yeah. <laughs> Richie can come along and kind of uh, you know manipulate, not necessarily cool them off, but make sure the flames don't get out of control. Is it? You guys are it's, all it's good, and it's apparent in your music. Thank you ever so much, Cheryl. It's it's a great thing to <clears throat> for me. I'm, I'm just here. I'm talking about myself. It's a great thing to be in a band where the other two musicians are constantly pushing you. You think you're good, but you're still being pushed to deliver something better. And this is this is, um, this is the thing about us. Three of us together are so locked in. Dan is a chef, and I am a chef. So we have, we've worked together. We have a huge connection in the kitchen. Um, Peter's an undertaker. He's been very busy okay. lately, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll move on from yes. that. So he's very fit at the moment, okay? Um, and we're, yeah, will we talk about Fire Truck with the, the song for a second? Sure, yeah. absolutely, go for it. Does that, does that make any sense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So fire, fire Truck, is that okay? Do you mind? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> fire, fire Truck's written about climate change and uh, the effect of like wars like rage in the Middle East and how um, the world's attention is sometimes diverted from the big event because of the the, the war and the, the hell that's going on in various parts of the world. Uh, a fire truck kind of puts them together and, and, and mentions things. Something I just want to point out to anybody in America thinking, 
I've just said Americans out of a garbage can. It was like a, a line from a, a Hollywood movie back, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, back in town. It stuck with me as a little boy, and it seemed that because of all the stuff going on there. So it's that song's about, and I wrote it in 1988. Really? Wow. It just really, and it just kept coming back. It was like it's always relevant. There's always trouble in the Middle East. There's always something mm-hmm. going on, you know, in the world still heating up. Um, so I've tried to, yeah, let's bring it out and And you're right about uh, what you were saying about the, uh, you know, what you hear, and you you compared it to uh, what you hear out of America and everything, and the, the same is true here. Uh, the stuff we get from the media, uh, we just alluded to that before we brought you on, the fact that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the media has gotten to the point where it's, money over matter and they have to sell they've got to sell their product get more listeners so that they can sell the advertising time to pay their bills and consequently they do have a tendency to go for the sensational and uh, we have to you know we as absorbers of the media have to keep that in mind and weigh that with what we see because yeah you're going to hear a lot of garbage from America. You're going to hear a lot of garbage all over the place, but that doesn't mean that the people by and large aren't garbage. It means that, you know, it's just what you hear. It's like, it's like sitting down in front of the television or the telly, as you say, and uh, you you watch it entertainment. It's, uh, it's not all, it's not representative 100% of what's going on in the world today. Now I do want to, uh, I do want to touch on something else that uh, Claire mentioned to me, your rep. And uh, by the way, you can tell Claire that I owe her a burn because she got me good with a uh, with an email that uh, I don't know if she yeah, did it intentionally yeah. or not, but it, it looked like it came from a totally different person. And I'm saying, what the heck is this, Richie? What's this all about? So you tell her yeah. I owe her one. But uh, yeah, we were so talking why, about you just... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's world that makes sense to me. <laughs> well, hey, that's yeah. the important thing. <laughs> uh, you guys got yeah. a uh, you, you guys got a Rootstock Music Award. Did we? Yeah, I was uh, I was reading you either you either got the award or you're nominated for an award at the uh, Rootstock Music Competition and Festival. Okay, the, the, this, this could well be the truth. This could well be breaking news at the moment. So that that sounds good. This is, Kind of news to me, so but, but that sounds good. I, I can't, I can't touch that. Obviously, glad we could break it. Well, uh, <laughs> I definitely glad to break it to you. You want to, you want to check that out because uh, yeah, I picked that up in, we're uh, a good, in uh, doing. We're having a really good night. Actually, there's a lot of uh, local radio stations have been getting in touch tonight, saying they're going to be playing us one in Scotland, and so it's, it's been a really good sort of time for us at the moment, you know, and. And speaking to you guys, I've been like nervous all day, but as soon as I start actually talking to you, my nerves go away because it's just like having a conversation with somebody in your living room. It's great, you know? <laughs> well, hey, we're just glad to have you here. Now, you've got this uh, five-song EP, Blue Lights. Tell us a little about that. That was uh, that was recorded last year. Uh, we kind of recorded it in a bit of a hurry, if I'm being honest. It was... Um, two days in the studio we went for five tracks which is a bit insane if you really want to build the quality up so they're great 
some bits are a bit rough and, and raw. Um, I, I feel I've, you've got me with that because I feel I've kind of mentally moved on from it. It's there and it's great and I love it and it's a reference. But um, what's exciting for me right, right now really is, is the stuff we've just recorded. And uh, I've got to make a huge mention to Tom Hughes, the engineer producer who uh, did the work on Firetruck and the forthcoming releases Purse and Princess in August. It's a big shout out for, for Tom. Uh, Tom Hughes, yeah. Uh, his studio down there in Rygate, Dragonfly. Cheers, my man. We love you. Okay. Great. Oh. Now, before we let you go, we got about one minute left, and I want you to be sure and tell the people how they can find you online because we want you. We want them to find Ambulance Head, the band, not the ambulance down the street to call if they're in a hurt. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we did have problems with that last time. You have touched on that, and you've brought it up again. So, yeah, absolutely. Ambulance Head, you find this obviously on Facebook. You really is quite an unusual name. So if you type in Ambulance Head, uh, Rock Band, sorry, will come up. Our single-release fire truck is out on all the major sites. It's on Spotify, uh, fire truck by Ambulance Head. Well, but we're everywhere. You just have to go and look for us. It's not that hard. If you can't find us, then you've got more of a problem than me, definitely. And that's uh, what yeah. we always encourage people to do. Contact our guests online through social media. And as you mentioned, uh, Facebook is one for Ambulance Head. We thank you so much for coming in, sharing your new music with us, and, uh, of course, sitting, talking, and uh, explaining and telling us all about yourself, your band, and uh, what a great job you guys are doing. You get some good, solid sounds there. We look forward to hearing from you again. You guys are the best. Thank you ever so much. It's been such a privilege and honor, and I really mean that from my heart. All the power to you, and we'll be in touch. Good night to the pair of you from, from uh, London. Sorry. Thank you, guys. And good night to you. Thank you so much. Best to all the guys. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves Ambulance Head, and here they are with another tune. This one is Pulse. <laughs> Tonight, do you want me for old times? Just a cheers for the occasion. Give me some kind of sign. Cause everyone's got a plan. Everyone takes my hand. Every mama wants another man. You do it to me, honey, and be damned. Another one must have been some sucker son Inherited his money from his mama's mouth Easy pickings for you than you're done You're telling me you're bored It's the same with every whore All the chocolates in the candy store And even though the rappers in the door Take the cash from the purse 
And there you go. That's Pulse. They call themselves Ambulance Head. And I want to tell them, keep that fire truck handy because this next guest of ours is bringing the fire. They've got it burning in their veins. A little bit different type of intensity, but no less intense. Here are the non-talkers. First time your eyes met mine I was caught by a smile which almost blinded my sight You got me hooked in the moment that lifted my soul Awakening sensations that ranged out of control Fire, fire felt it burning in my veins Like a stream of heat that increased the flames of this frozen heart Ice, ice hasn't melted by the sun That rose up from behind the stones That were shedding my way I remember the first time Your eyes met mine Time was frozen There was a shining light Torturing my mind Have been blown away Since you came into my life Fire, they call themselves non-talkers, which uh, we're going to talk with them about that because, uh, uh, you know, you, you kind of wonder, uh, 
where some of the names of artists today come from, and uh, I want to check that out. But uh, first, we want to get them in here, and uh, I believe we have uh, Marco on the line. And uh, Marco, we had uh, we had talked to you just under five years ago. You were on our show back in uh, September of 2015, and I saw a review of this group that you have now uh, of the non-talkers. And uh, it starts off, I thought, rather appropriately. It says, they're not Brantner, but they are. How, tell us a little bit about how uh, you, came to, uh, you came to pass from uh, Brantner to non-talkers. Yes. Uh, hi, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here um, and telling you about the story of this uh, change of name um, it was we we started with Brandner. Um, this was a band also uh, led by me and my wife. But uh, before that, I already had like a solo career as Marco Brandner. So people were always associating that Brandner was just me, and that always led to a bit of confusion. So we thought with this uh, new EP that we recorded last year, we kind of find a, a new sort of sound. And we felt that it was the right moment uh, to change the name as well, to be something that comes more towards to, to what we do and to, to who we are as a band. I, you know, I surmised that because when I, when I saw the name, uh, I, the first thought I had was uh, they don't talk because they tell their story through their music. And I, I don't know if that fit into your, you know, your growth and you're going towards this name, but I, I think it's appropriate. And you I, guess, I you, guess, say, you guess you guess it hundred percent. That's it. I'm on a roll here tonight. <laughs> I've gotten two right on the same show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Would you like a gold star you this, for your forehead? <laughs> oh, absolutely, please. <laughs> I want to tell you this, Marco, and to be an experienced talking. <laughs> yeah, really. I want to tell you, I really love this song. Uh, as the first time I heard it, and of course, I didn't know at that moment that this was the same group that I had had on five years ago. Uh, the first thought that went through my head was, I'm going to play it again. And the second thought was, got to get them on the show. I love this song, the subtle intensity and the way it just slaps you side of the head with the message. Uh, it, it's... Uh, it really, oh, it rocked me. Yeah, that's it really rocked cool. me. I, I really that. did like it. Now, you guys wrote this, I assume. Sorry, say again, I didn't hear you. I said you guys, well. you guys wrote this song, right? Yeah, yeah, we wrote a song, yeah. That's right. How did you come up with the feel for it? Was it something that just happened, or did you have a thought going into it, or what? Actually, this song was the most, complicated song that we ever uh, well I, I don't I won't say wrote but recorded because it went through so many different stages it's like we never felt that the song was uh, where we wanted it to be we were never really happy with the song uh, we recorded it like I don't know maybe three or four times like with different mixing and and uh, the different arrangements and we felt that somehow we, we couldn't achieve what we wanted for the song and then we met uh, this producer 
Portuguese producer here, uh, Hugo Danin, and he actually led the song to the place we were looking for. He did a great job with it, and then we ended up to be very happy about the, the result of the song. And well, you should be. I, if I may, I don't. I don't ever tell my guests what they should do, but if I may make a suggestion, you want to hang on to that guy, keep him around, because uh, I don't know, you know, as a career and throughout all his other work or anything, but I can tell you with this song, he found it. He definitely found it. He took a good product and made a great package out of it. It's a great song. Yeah, he John Bon Jovial. Yeah, well, he did a great job. In- he he did he did indeed, Marco, and and welcome to the show. It is so just excellent to to have you here, and as it turns out, to have you back again. Uh, but I'm going to be in the same camp with David here, uh, in that I think that Fire is just an absolutely wonderful song, and you know it reminds me uh, not of any one particular group but actually uh i i hear several influences there and and admittedly this is going back to my youth but uh i hear um they had music back then they had yeah but it's hard to believe uh but i i hear uh influences of of, of pete seeger i hear mary travers of peter paul and mary and and then uh another kind of a, a folk ensemble called renaissance and 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 it, it's just a mashup that really works nicely. So I, I guess a, uh, a derivation of a question that David asked you, and I'll just be a little bit more blunt about it. What were the influences that led you to write this song? Uh, that's, that's, a, that's always a hard question because, you know, when you're writing a song, you don't think of anything specifically. You know, it's like inspiration just comes, ideas start uh, f- flowing and and you don't really realize where th- those influences come from. It's easier for from someone from from outside the process to say, look, this reminds me a bit of this band or this, like you just did before. And actually, we as songwriters, I can never answer that question. I have no idea where the ideas come from. It's just you know <laughs> the the, mu- the music is just there, and you just follow your instincts and 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 what you wanna. Uh, feel uh, about the, the song. At least for me, it's always like that. Uh, Marco, while we're being blunt about everything, let me let me ask you this about that song. Is since you know, since Avita is your wife, you're a pair. You you teamed up. You've worked together for quite some time now. Uh, is it is it safe to say that some of the feeling and emotion of the song could have actually evolved from your own personal relationship? Yeah, definitely. This is a song totally about our relationship. At the time when I when I met my wife, we we both um, came out of of very exhausting relationship, and uh, and we were in that uh, in that mood. You know, when you when you feel that you don't want to have a relationship anymore, or you don't believe in love anymore. You know, you're mm-hmm. just so exhausted that you think, okay, I don't want to care about. It. I don't want to meet anyone. I don't. I just want to be on my own for a long time. And sure. and we and we both were in the same situation and but then after you know love is just stronger it just happened and so yes. we started to believe in in love again and when we wrote this song we we wanted to write it also in a happy way and and that's mm-hmm. how the song started because we want we wanted to do a, a song that is 
there is kind of flirty as well that has a good a good mood and and yeah and that's how it sure. actually started well that was that was the sense that i got from it as i said when i first heard it i mean it was a song that pleased me immensely it was a song that i could listen to and say yeah this one is one that i want to play again and when i started listening to the lyric the thought behind it the title itself it it's provocative and it just speaks to the fact that there's enough emotion in this that it's not something you imagined or it's not something you sat down with a pencil and said i'm going to write a song let's start with this 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 is something that had to be inside you. You had to feel this uh, to put this together. The song just has that much emotion to it. Yeah, that's right. You got it again. Well, well, no, you got it. I just managed to guess right on that one. But uh, you guys have got it there. Uh, let me let me ask you this now. I've I've seen since I started putting the show together and, you know, knowing that you were going to be on it, trying to do a little homework, which I do occasionally, uh, which would be a surprise <laughs> to my high school teachers from a long time ago who didn't think I ever did homework. But uh, <laughs> one of the things I found is I find you, uh, as non-talkers, I find you most commonly referred to as folk. Personally, I find your music crosses several genres a touch of folk, there's a touch of rock, there's a touch of pop. Uh, I, I couldn't really pigeonhole and say you're a folk group or you're a pop group. What do you consider yourselves? Uh, it's a good question again. I don't really have an answer for that because uh, what you said is, is totally right. We have a, we have a lot of influences and, and, uh, and all those genres are actually in us, uh, rock, pop, folk. Mm-hmm. Even a bit of country sometimes, I don't know, it's just uh, it's all there, you know, so we just call it indie pop. Absolutely, and, and well, yeah. you should, don't, uh, don't change <laughs> to honest, that. I, to be honest, I wasn't suggesting, I asked, go ahead, go ahead, Marco. So, to, to be honest, I asked, when, I, when, I, when we released the EP, I asked to a radio host as well, I asked, look, what would you call this music style? Because I can sort it out myself. And he says, for me, this is an indie pop. And I say, okay, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to stick to that. that suit. That'll work. And uh, as I started to say, don't, I would not do anything to change it. I would not try to pigeonhole. I was asking out of interest to know what you felt it was. But uh, you guys have got a sound. It works. It's excellent. And I wouldn't mess with it at all. Before we let you go, two quick things here. One, tell the folks how they can find you online so they can follow your music and, of course, buy your music and keep in touch with you. Yeah, they just have to go to our website, uh, nontalkers.com, and they'll have all the contacts there and also our music to listen to and, and to discover a bit what we're, what, we're, what we're doing. Okay, great. And uh, we want to thank you so much for coming here, sharing with us, uh, playing, uh, you know, <laughs> playing our little word games here and answering our questions. And uh, we've got a we've got a minute or so left, and I wanted to be sure and have the time. So I want to give you a chance to tell us about this next song because I understand this song has a little bit of a special meaning to it. We will be fine. Yeah, this song. This song uh, actually, when 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 we went in confinement here in Portugal because of the COVID, um, 
there were a lot of artists starting to 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 write songs about it, which which is normal. And without it, we thought, should we do something as well? Should we do? Should we write a song? Should we try to do something? And it took us a while, but then uh, a friend of ours just um, challenges. Uh, challenged us at the time to, to to write a song. To he's a priest, so he said, "Could you just write a song that can give some something good to people, share maybe some positivity and and give them hope?" And and we and we accepted. We said, "Okay, we're gonna try our best." At the time, it was the first time that we recorded a song without being in studio. So we mm-hmm. uh, each musician recorded from their own place, and then uh, yeah, then I just mixed the song. And, and um, mixed it together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Marco, we were quite happy with the result because... And I think the uh, listeners will be too. very nice. It is. And I think the listeners will be very pleased with it too. Again, Marco, thank you. Thank Avita. Thank your whole group. And uh, like I said, uh, keep that producer handy. He sounds like a good person to have on hand. Ladies and gentlemen, this is... <laughs> thank you. We Will Be Fine by non-talkers. I can't wait to see the sunshine on your face And hopefully see your smile in our special place There will come a time When we'll tell our story About that moment in our life We had to worry We had to worry
from Portugal, the non-talkers here on the David Bowers Awards. We thank them so much, Marco Edivita and the group, and uh, as well as uh, Richie and uh, the group known as Ambulance Head. We thank you all for being here this week. And most of all, we thank you, our listeners, for making this show possible. Without you, there's no show. Just be John and I sitting in the other room just playing music for ourselves. And believe me, We've done that way too many times over the years. <laughs> Indeed we <laughs> No have. big deal. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Okay, David, thank you very much. Folks, you did it again, and we are so grateful that you've spent an hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, which is broadcast around the world, by the way, from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, as well as the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are a Available for free on most major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course Facebook. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards. That will be Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And of course on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week. For the David Bowers and our marvelous engineer, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial saying, be good to each other, love each other, keep your distance, wash your hands, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.